At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. As we welcome you in, let's have a Saturday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Jeff is here. Britton is here. And, of course, the man of the hour, Michael Lombardi in Jersey. What is on the very top of your mind as we say hi to you? How you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm really thankful for Kevin Durant. I, I, I think it was, you know, I wrote this morning on Twitter. I think he made the ultimate sacrifice. Look, you know, people say sacrifice. What did he look? A lot of guys in the NBA didn't go. They could have gone. He went. He sacrificed his summer to go over there and win a gold. And I appreciate him for doing that. You know, I appreciate his efforts. I appreciate his willingness to put his country first. And then I read his quotes after the game, which were just even more powerful, very daily coaches type stuff. So, you know, I'm really on my mind today. I'm thankful for Kevin Durant. I appreciate him. I really do. I have a newfound respect for him. I mean, he is remarkable. He is one of the greatest talents I've ever seen play the game of basketball. But what he did for his country, to me, takes him up to another level. It's an 87-82 win for the men's U.S. basketball team, Michael. They capture the gold. That's the fourth straight gold. Kevin Durant, 32 years old. He's squarely in his prime coming off that Achilles. We are just, we're in an interesting place, and we've got a ton to do. Just a warning. We've been teasing this. I cannot wait to get to the quarterback (laughs) tiers. Michael Lombardi, we're going to start with 32 in about 16 minutes. So we'll get to that 
most of you, if you've been following the show, should know we've got our cast of characters coming up. Of course, Bill Berman, still down in Charleston, will be okay. Now, uh-huh. he, it's really just in an 87-82 win for the U.S., so they don't cover the 12. And actually, that jumped up almost 13 and a half. It stays under the total, so the betters were right with the steam that way. Um, but again, this is Kevin Durant, who you said it perfectly, sacrifice. Players don't want to travel all the way to Tokyo to do this. And he's coming off that Achilles, and he is the best player on the planet. There's no doubt. I mean, there is really no doubt. And, you know, they tried to get him in foul trouble with Rudy Gobert, and they tried to create a situation to get him out of the game, which I think was a smart play. You know, Gobert obviously was the one who fouled out. And and they sent Gobert to the line 13 times, which proved to be a smart move because he only made six of those 13 free throws. So, look, Durant is just flat-out remarkable. And when he plays and shoots to the level that he does, as big as he is, athletic as he is, it's fun to watch. He really is fun to watch. And we know Lillard wasn't 100% with his abdomen sprain that, that Shams kind of reported after the game. So you appreciate what they did. You know, I think it was really a, a great comeback. And I think it's a lesson for us as a betting network and for betters that when it's trending down by perception, don't fall for it. Like, don't fall for it. Believe in what you see. Believe in the talent. Don't believe in the trend. And we saw this thing go from, what, minus 1,100 all the way down to minus 275. Certainly great value. And I think there was nothing that that would indicate they weren't going to win other than they had to get their team collectively together. Well, you nailed it. I mean, perception drives the market. Oftentimes, you know, perception is fueled by fear. And I believe, didn't Josh tell us it got down to $2 as far as the yeah. United States? I mean, when it gets down to $2, that is, <laughs> they should have been a much bigger favorite than $2. But again, perception drives the market, Michael. Yeah, no doubt. And I, and I think it's a lesson for us, especially during the NFL season where we see the market getting driven in a certain direction because of the perception, because of, you know, the teams that, oh, this team played so badly last week, but it's going to play badly again. We know in the NFL more than any other sport, each week is a separate entity of itself, that the matchups are really about the next week, not what happened in the past week. And you can't bankroll it. I mean, just look at the Chiefs. Everybody were playing the Chiefs consistently to cover last year and they kept falling short because they weren't able to cover because at the end of the games the the clock became more important than covering so I, I think that's kind of the lesson we can learn here as we move forward and we should remind ourselves of this and props to Middleton and Drew Holiday by the way flying out there after winning a yeah. championship you know, you could spend time with your family, revel in the championship they don't, Durant dropped 29 just looking at it right here, good job by them Yeah, no doubt. And I mean, look, you know, I think this is about something bigger than the travel. It's you get the chance to win a gold medal for your country. I mean, how many people can say that they have a gold medal? You know, it's a rare thing to achieve. And and I think that that's something that's that goes above and beyond uh, anything that you can do. It's it's a service to your country. And it certainly is is worthwhile for you to to do it. 87, 82, the men capture the gold Lombardi line on a Saturday. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi. I was up early this morning taking a look at the college football betting guide. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's incredible. I mean, individual teams. You know, the most important part of college football betting is returning starters. That's really the, no that, that's where it starts. And if you just want a guide for 19 bucks to tell you who's coming back on offense, defense for every single team, it's easy. Just go 
to vcin.com slash subscribe. If you go there right now, you get a free access trial. But nineteen ninety nine for the guide, I mean, it, no offense, but you'd be ignorant not to buy it. So let's get in you, on you, it. You got you to gotta spend a little money, Patrick, to make a little money. Thank you. You know, and, and I urge you to buy this guide and then really decide wherever you live in the country decide to dig into a couple conferences. There you go. You don't have to be a polymath. You don't have to know every team. Just dig into a couple conferences. I'm going to spend my time on the MAC. I'm going to really dig into the MAC. Now, obviously, I love the Southeast Conference. I love the ACC. I love all college football. But I'm really going to dig into the MAC because I think you can find some value there. Like we did a couple years ago with the great Akron Zippers. So, (laughs) you know, I think that's what you need to do. Focus on that and then spend a little bit of money. And then so when you turn your dollar in, you feel more comfortable. You're not going to win every bet. We understand that. But we're trying to get you to 65 to 60 percent, somewhere in that range, and you'll make a profit. If you can hit 60% of your bets, you don't have to work anymore. You're going to be rich. So just get it, get the guide. And by the way, what Michael's discussing is specialization. It's the importance of specializing. As opposed to spreading yourself too thin, go deeper into a conference, and you can profit that way. Okay, plenty to – one thing I did want to mention, I was t- checking out the, you know, the results from Tokyo. Do you know that we have a dominant – women's water polo like we've won three straight golds and nope nobody's even close i was but for some reason that stood out to me we won a gold um of course with mrs corda and golf as well when i was looking at the water polo highlights i'm like michael lombardi would have been a good water player polo po- oh polo God, player. That, you have a certain that, that buoyancy sport is about exhausting. you that sport looks exhausting i mean how well conditioned must you be to participate in that sport with the constant right? movement, the swimming. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I marvel at those athletes. They don't get enough credit. They really don't. I mean, the conditioning it requires to play in the pool, to do the things that they do at that level, really, it's it's it's. I mean, it's really kind of fun to watch. It really is. When they were celebrating, I'm like, how are they celebrating where they're above water? Are they standing? Like, what the hell's happening? It was giving me. Nobody nobody can stand in that water. I think the water's too deep. I know. No, I know. That's what I It made no sense to me. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. People don't know. Hidden talents right there on the right side of your screen. He's he's almost an Olympic-style swimmer. I mean, the guy can (laughs) really stroke it. No. My man Dominic might be at some point, but not me. I can promise you that growing up on the beach, you know, you just kind of waddle your way in the water. You don't really swim. So it's all, I'm all right. Shout I can get the, in and out. That's the key. That's the key thing is the getting in and out, you know, shout to the King Dominic. Okay. Yeah. We'll get to the list here in a second. Can we reset the big news as we were leaving yesterday? And that's Josh Allen, the six year extension, two fifty eight. 43 per we're inching closer and closer to that quarterback getting 50 million. Of course, 45 not per for happen. Mahomes. not going to happen. Not going to happen because, because what, what Mahomes has done is set the market. Nobody's going to fight that they're better than Mahomes. This cha- this contract really, really makes it harder for Baker Mayfield. This is the hard one for the Browns. It, it's not the hard one for the guys of the upper echelon. Like, you know, I, I'm not giving out any secrets, but Josh Allen's in my top eight quarterbacks, okay? So those guys in the top eight, it's really not a debate where they fit. Mahomes is number one. Now, you know, whether you're you're not going to be above Mahomes. We get that, okay? The reality here is that second eight, you want Mahomes. It's Derek Carr. It's Baker Mayfield. It's those guys. Where do they get paid? How do they get paid? Their agents are going to claim they're just as good as Josh Allen. Their agents are going to claim they're just as good as Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott. And so you as a club 
This is a really challenging problem for clubs because you're going to have to pay more than you really want for a Baker Mayfield. And once again, like I mentioned yesterday, and I went back and I watched Buffalo Indy. Interesting game to really go back in time and watch again because Indianapolis has got to be kicking themselves five times over for all the mistakes they've made in that game from coaching to play. I mean, they had more chances to win that game. They turned. Remember, Patrick, they have a chance to to go to score in the first half at the end of the yep. first half, and they go for it on fourth down. They don't get it. Buffalo comes back down the field. Buffalo got every challenge in their favor on that drive. Everyone, you know, mm-hmm. where Gabriel Davis steps out of bounds and it comes back. So my point here is 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 that Buffalo really is fortunate to be able to get going. Allen played well in that game. And they paid them, understanding. But these other teams, these other teams that have these quarterbacks that aren't quite at that level, and you give them $10 million extra than you really want to pay them, you're taking away two or three players. Are they going to be good enough? Let's throw up the Buffalo board. And while we do, the... The check is due on the class of 18. So remember, Michael, Baker goes one, Darnold goes three, Allen, who you just discussed, just got extended, goes seven in the draft, Rosen goes 10, and then, of course, the Baltimore Ravens trade up to grab Jackson at 32. The Bills do on these quarterbacks, so that perfect spot, the Russell Wilson spot, where you get a group on on a quarterback, is that's coming up. So you just extended Josh Allen. You take a look, and you discussed this yesterday. So you went back and watched tape after the show yesterday. You said you weren't necessarily bullish on that over 11. You see the win total for at BetMGM, the Bills set at 11, 110 up and down, so it's not really moving right now. They're your favorites in division at minus one. 50. Where are you now some, you know, 14, 18 hours later on the bills in that win total? You know, I'm, I'm going to stick with the, I'm going to stick with the, I'm leaning towards the, I don't see them as a 12 win team. I would push on pl- making this play because I think there's some liability with their defense. I really do, Patrick. I think there's some liability with their defense and it showed up in that game. It showed up in that, in that playoff game. It showed up in the Kansas city playoff game as well. Are they going to be able to rush the passer when they absolutely have to rush the passer? Are they going to be able to are they going to be able to get pressure from Addison and Jerry Hughes? You know, where are they going to get this from? I mean, last year we saw AJ Klein, their outside linebacker, was the one of the leading sackers at five and a half. Now this kid Rosara from Miami and Basham, those two guys have to come through and rush the passer. It really is really going to be important. And they got to play better run defense. I, I worry a little bit about their defense. Their offense, to me, uh, is really good, really good. And I think that they're going to continue to improve, especially with Emmanuel Sanders coming in to fill the role that maybe Cole Beasley might not play. You talk about culture all the time. What Bean, the general manager, and McDermott have done there. Remember, they were kind of with Whaley and Rex Ryan, and they couldn't really find their bearings. They have with McDermott. Nine wins, six wins, ten wins, 13 wins last year, Michael. It's a deep roster. They just hooked Allen up with the new contract. You know, Beasley, who we discussed because of all the COVID conversation, he becomes a very important player to this team. A second-year runner, an offensive line that's good, but your question would be the defense. Of course, 11 wins, Super Bowl odds at uh, 10 to 1 right now. In particular, they're young, you know, and again, they want to get a little bit more pressure up front, but your biggest hole would be what or your biggest concern on defense, just to reiterate. 
It's the pass rush. You know, is their pass rush. I mean, their run defense wasn't very good, Patrick. They gave up 21 rushing touchdowns last year. They gave up over 4.6 yards per carry to their opponent. You know, and so their run defense needs a little bit more stoutness. But they did a good job of playing from in front. They were really good on third down offensively, almost 50% conversion third downs, which meant they kept the ball 31-45, which means they were playing less defense, really critical. They played. They were playing way less defense, 28 minutes and 15 seconds of defense, which I like. And they scored 500 points. I mean, they outscored their opponents 501 to 375. So we know that their defense, their offense carries their defense. And if there's any stagnation in terms of that, that becomes a problem. And I think it just comes really down to can they create these turnovers? Can they get these interceptions? You know, can they create mistakes with the opponent? I think that's going to be critical because they're going to be playing from in front. When you score 500 points, you're playing from in front. Let's talk about the additions for the Bills. The one addition would be Dayball, keeping him. I mean, the idea yeah. when he was he wouldn't have couldn't have been hotter, you know, converting a an, an inaccurate passer in Allen into almost a seventy percent guy. So Dayball was hot. I think Emmanuel Sanders a little under the radar, adding to that wide receiving core as well. No doubt, because I think he's going to replace not replace, but Beasley had eighty two catches last year. A lot, you know, and he was their outside run game. He was their ability. Their offensive line is good, not great. They do a nice job of protecting Allen. Allen can get out of some trouble at times because he's enormous size and his ability to break tackles, and he's hard to get on the ground. And the referees know he's hard to get on the ground. They give him a little bit longer whistle. And so because of that, you know, the offensive line looks a little better than perhaps it is, but they must be able to they, they must be able to run the ball outside. And Beasley's route catching on all those short routes that he caught last year really made a huge difference for their offense. And Dayball did a wonderful job of setting it up to kind of play to the strengths of the quarterback, play to the strengths of what they needed to do. And, you know, they can become an explosive team. I mean, they can score with digs down the field and Allen connecting on those deep throws. They're really good. And I think they got to play complementary football. They've got to be able to handle the, the, the playing from in front. And I think they're going to miss Andre Roberts, who's going to be the punt returner. He averaged almost 10 yards of punt return. He averaged 30 yards on kickoff returns. And that's pretty damn good. That's great field position. So somebody's got to fill that role. Maybe a jump from Oliver in year two along that defensive front. He was almost he was used awkwardly last year. Uh, you know, Tremaine Edwards is a stud, and and tr- and they have Mitch behind Josh, Mitch Trubisky. Excuse me, Mitchell Trubisky. So they're going to be okay. Mitchell. By the way, do you know? Do you know the number? Buffalo hosting Pittsburgh on the twelfth, week one. So Big Ben coming to town. Do you know the number? It went up to seven. It shot up to seven. We talked about it yesterday. Yes. And and I think it's I think it's a little bit you know uncertainty of Pittsburgh, and I think it's the conversation of Buffalo. I think Buffalo's playoff run, getting almost to Kansas City, almost having a chance there. When in reality, you know, I think Cleveland played them better than Kansas City did. But Cleveland's problem, I mean, excuse me, Cleveland played them better than Buffalo did. I mean, Cleveland had a real chance to win that game. And they didn't. Just like Indianapolis really should have won that game against Buffalo in wild card weekend. I mean, they had every opportunity to come back and win that game, and they couldn't do it. They gave away way too many points. They turned down field goals. They went for it on fourth down. They played that you know Russian roulette game where they went for it for two. They were down seven, went for it for two. Now they got it back again when they went for two. They dug a hole, came back. But they really, to me, Indy, Indy has to kick themselves. When they replay that game over and over again, they were in control of the game but didn't have the lead. 
It's the perfect example of being in control of a game but not having the lead. And they clo- and they just couldn't finish the last drive of the game. They ran out of time. They had to burn a timeout because of the 25-second clock never got reset early in the third quarter. They lose a timeout there. They burnt another timeout on the challenge. And it cost them because when they got the ball at the end of the game, they had plenty of ample opportunity to get it in field goal range. They just couldn't do it because they didn't have timeouts. That key number of seven, such a decisive move for books to go yeah. six and a half to seven. Michael, you can find, like I'm looking at two shops in town right now that still have Buffalo laying six and a half hosting Pittsburgh in week one. Mostly, though, I'm looking at sevens. That's a lot of points. Yeah, there's no way that I don't see many sevens. I mean, 89% of the money so far on the 30, it's almost 3,700 tickets have been written for this game already. Which is crazy. And 80, (laughs) which is insane, right? And we know that these are people that are not just the the casual bettors. These are people that have, obviously, they've set their own lines up. How you can set your own lines up yet, I'm not quite sure. Your power rankings are a little bit, you've got to watch some of these teams and evaluate them and see where they're going. I mean, that's, to me, what it's going to be like for the preseason. Once these preseason games start, you've really got to dig into them just to see the pieces of the team. And and I think that it's interesting to think that Buffalo, uh, Pittsburgh, offensive line concerns, Big Ben concerns, even though it's not about diet, you know, it's other things. That's why this line, and nobody's betting Pittsburgh in this game. Nobody's given them a chance to do it. Now, you know, on the surface, Pittsburgh, if they can run the ball, we know Buffalo will allow the run game. Pittsburgh's defense is usually opportunistic. They'll play fairly good defense, create some problems. You know, I, I think it's a little long of a line. I think there's a perception run into it because of Pittsburgh's offseason and Buffalo's expectations. The bill is due on the quarterback class of 18, 43 million per. It's good work if you can get it. I mean, I could get, I don't know about you. I could get by with me and Jeezy on 43 mil. So <laughs> 83, Elway, Kelly, and Marino, three Hall of Famers. 04, Manning, Big Ben, and Rivers. No matter what you think, those are three Hall of Famers. All Hall of Famers. You got to go yeah. 83 over 04 be just because of the top heaviness, I would say, of Elway and Marino, and Kelly was great too. But the depth of 18, it's turning into a classic. Could be pretty special. Baker, we just mentioned Allen. Jackson's got an MVP. Darnold, we shall see with your son down in Carolina. And Rosen, not necessarily, that, I don't think that's going to happen. What's interesting about Rosen, a lot of people had him as the best prospect coming out of that class. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And look, and Lamar is the last one picked. And he's played as well as anybody MVP. with an MVP. And if he can complete some throws down the field, you know, he's going to be in that $40 million. His His contract shouldn't be hard to do for Baltimore. You know, it should be in that $40 million range. And it also should be with some incentives so that he can improve on his game. So I don't think that's a hard contract. Those aren't hard to do. Now, the thing is, what you're trying to do is build your team around these players to make sure they have enough support that you can help them with. Because if they take all the money, it becomes a real problem. I did this to you yesterday. Snap answer. Starting a team right now. No coaches. Just roster. You want the Bills or you want the Ravens? Um... I'm probably going to take the, the 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 Ravens. I think they're better on defense. I think they're they're much they're a better defense. You know, Lamar. I think you can fix Lamar. I know Bill Berman's listening. It's he thinks it's all Greg Roman's <laughs> it's fault. It's all Greg I know Roman's that. fault. I know it's all Greg Roman's fault. All right, so I put you on the spot. Good job. 
When we come back, we've slow rolled it enough. The Michael Lombardi quarterback tears. This is going to go. My man's going viral, and we're going to start with 32 coming up. Now, can you guess who number 32 is as far as the 32 starters in the NFL? I think you can. We'll come back with that next here on the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Send the Sports Betting Network, presented by BetMGM, as we welcome you in. Got the crew coming up. Applebaum, hey, guess who's back? Uh, our buddy Thomas Gable. We're going to go out to the Borgata and say hi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Hope you're having a great Saturday. Getting closer, college football, NFL right around the corner. Of course, Michael Lombardi. And this is, we've got to give credit to William Hill on this. Our buddy Will Hill. Yeah. 
who just absurdly, like in an absurd manner, just said Carson Wentz is a bottom five quarterback. I, now you may, he may end up at the bottom five here. And he said, Hey Lombardi, why don't you put together a list? He gave you more work. Like you're not writing a book and hosting your own show, uh, but you did. And we're going to start the Lombardi quarterback tier right yeah. now here on VSIN. We're going to start with 32 can, before go ahead. Michael. Let, let me give a, can I give a little background? So I, what I try to do in this is the bottom cluster. There's a lot of guys in this bottom cluster. Now, I, I didn't put the Denver quarterbacks in this rating because I don't know who, where they're all going to fit lock and Bridgewater. They belong in this bottom cluster. So they're the, the one team that doesn't have their starter in the 32 because, you know, I don't know who's actually going to be a starter both Bridgewater and and Locke would be in this 32. I put Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston in the, in, in the bottom because I wasn't sure what they were going to do, but I felt like I, I kind of had a sense of that. So just for the background, I would probably put Locke and Bridgewater in the same category. So with that background, but what I try to do in the bottom was like, look, I know there's some guys in the bottom that we really haven't seen, and I didn't want to project them to where I think they're going to go until I actually watch them. So that'll include some rookies. And there's also guys that have a chance to have the arrow up. I mean, this is based on last year's tape. This is based on what they did last year, not based on what I think they can do or where I see them going. It's basing on what we've know going into the season. And so, therefore, that's where I start. Okay, and this is, again, the top 32 quarterbacks in the NFL, according to Michael Lombardi. So, I like the background, so let's get it started. Number 32, as far as Michael Lombardi's concerned, no surprise, Tua, the no. Miami quarterback, falls in, even though he's having a camp that is just unbelievable. Just remarkable. But, look, there's a lot of improvement. He's going to have to make some improvement. He averaged under five yards on third down last year. He didn't throw the ball down the field, didn't complete a pass over 30 yards. Look, I'm not saying he's a bust. I'm saying he's got a lot to improve for this year. And for the Dolphins' future, it's really critical that he does. And the Dolphins know this. I mean, I'm not talking like I'm, I'm out in left field. The Dolphins are as concerned as anybody. Now, their practices, maybe he has to look better. But based on what he did last year, I don't think there was a quarterback who played less effectively than Tua. Again, repeat that. Didn't complete a pass over 30 yards. Yeah, in the air. And, you know, look, the problem is when the pocket gets tight and you have to throw, it's a little bit like what happens to quarterbacks in playoffs, right? We saw it with Josh Allen. We saw it with Baker Mayfield. When you have to throw from the pocket and you become a dropback passer, it really hurt Mayfield on the stretch. When they made him have to throw from that pocket, he can't see. Tua's going to have the same issues. And the expectations are sky high in division. They're tied with the Patriots' no second betting favorite in division for the Their Miami season's Dolphins. tied to him, Patrick. They need him to be in the next. They need him to move to the next group, or at least the two groups up. They need him to be in the in the in the third eight, or at least the second eight, for them to be a legitimate Super Bowl contending team. Okay, Lombardi's quarterback tiers. We're going to get to. 32 through minus eight. So we're going to get to 25 today. Let's go ahead and throw up 31. Michael Lombardi's 31st ranked quarterback, Jalen Hurts, of course, Philadelphia Eagles, Michael. Yeah, yeah. look, I think, you know, he flashed with some things. I thought he threw the ball last year better than he did at Alabama. I thought the time he spent at Oklahoma certainly helped him get a little bit better sense of rhythm, a little sense of anticipation. His quarterback rating was slightly five points higher than Carson Wentz, and everybody thought Carson Wentz played disastrous last year. I think it's time to see him. I think this is a premature evaluation. I think it's time to look at him this year. Hopefully the arrow is going to go up. Will he be the starter in Philly? 
I think he will be. I can't imagine them going to Joe Flacco, Patrick. My Lord. Can you see that? <laughs> hey, I mean, put some respect on his name. Lose, that's, a, that's a Super Bowl winner right there you're disparaging. I know, but at this point, I mean, how do you, how do you run an offense with Hurt and Flacco as the quarterback? One guy needs the RPO game. The other guy needs to be under center more. Like, I don't, it's kind of, I can't wait to watch it. I want to see what they're going to do. All right, there it is. We start off the list. Tua at 32, no surprise there. Michael Lombardi's quarterback tiers, 31, Jalen Hurts. You know, there's a statue out in front of the link, of course, uh, of a guy named Nick Foles. Maybe they could bring him back. Run it back. They could. Run it back. Why not? They would love to do that. Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll get the 30 coming up. Josh Applebaum's going to join us with our first market update of the day, including Canadian football. Of course, CFL gets going. We got those two games on the board today as well. We continue along here on a Saturday. It's the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Siegel over at Express Bet's got you covered at Saratoga in the first. He likes the two-horse dripping gold at 9-2 on the morning line. In the 12th, Jeff Siegel likes number six, Risky Mischief at 7-2. That's uh, the 12th race at Saratoga. You can bet these races and more using the first bet app, the preferred horse racing app for VSIN to mark Saratoga summer meet. First bet is having a special offer right now. So you can get $10 when you sign up right now and then earn $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. Visit vsin.com slash horses for details. It's all set up right there. vsin.com slash horses. Again, express bet vsin, Jeff Siegel. He's been on fire. We welcome you back. Maybe me and Michael Lombardi. We're going to leave everybody else behind. Just me and my buddy. We're going to go out to Saratoga. We're going to bet the ponies, have a couple of cocktails. Millie will let you go, won't she? Sure. Yeah, we can sit with Parcells. I'm sure he's there. He spends most. He of owns horses. He's he's actually a tremendous horseman. He loves ha- him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's big loves into it. it. Yeah. <clears throat> it was, he used to have a home in Saratoga. I think he sold it. Now he's in Florida full time. But you know, I'm sure he goes back and uh, enjoys the ponies going around the track. That'd be fun. Yeah. What a, what a great spot too. It's gorgeous. It's like stepping back into time, like our boy Berman down in Charleston right now. All right, fine. Yeah. We'll bring, we'll bring our buddy, Josh Applebaum <laughs> with us as well. Josh Applebaum. We'll get a market update here. Of course, market insights is the podcast. Vison.com slash podcast every day, Monday through Friday at noon East. Hi, Josh. How you doing? Hey, Patrick. Hey, Michael. Great to be with you. And Michael, I know you're excited about Kevin Durant, but I know you're even more excited about Jessica Springsteen, the daughter of one of your favorite artists. She came, Absolutely. Uh, she, she won the silver in the equestrian, Michael. So they lost out to Sweden, unfortunately, but she wrote a, a powerful stallion called Don Juan Von Denochev. Nailed it. So I don't, I don't know if that yeah. was a Springsteen, his new song, but glory days, Michael, let's give a little props to your, to your, uh, your favorite artist daughter there. 
I, I mean, absolutely. The pride of New Jersey right there. I mean, you got to love it. I mean, and this is a sport that usually the, the, the riders of these horses are always older. And she's a very young rider. So she'll be going back to further Olympics in the equestrian events. So great for her. Obviously, it's been a lifetime passion for her. She's been all over the country. If you follow her, uh, you know, from Florida to Europe. And, and that horse has been really a godsend to her since COVID came into play. And she kind of developed this relationship with that horse and and did a tremendous job. So it's great for the Olympics. It's great for New Jersey and it's great for for the boss. I mean, how proud must you be to see your daughter win a silver medal or any medal? So I mean, that's cool. just a tremendous. Yeah, it's got to be tremendous. And someone else in the family is kind of getting some notoriety. And again, what was the horse's name, Josh? Oh, man, Patrick, you're make me say it again. Don Juan Von. No, Josh, France covers the under caches, but the U.S. win a gold 87-82. Your takeaways from that one there. Yeah, so I think, you know, in terms of uh, the game itself, obviously that was about a 12 and a half, 13 point spread. France covers that. You know, you do get the under there. I think to me, guys, it was all about, and Michael mentioned this before, we had hammered this home on Lombardi line. Uh, it's really kind of, you know, as a contrarian better or a data minded better, buying low, selling high, buying on bad news, selling on good news. It's always kind of that Warren Buffett mentality of if everyone's thinking one way, you want to think the other way. You got to be different. And the whole point there, guys, is what Michael mentioned. We saw a Team USA open minus 1,000 to win the gold and they really stumbled out of the gates they lose those games to australia nigeria france everyone says the sky is falling but that minus a thousand to win gold got all the way down to minus 200 so really you know on lombardi line we were trying to say hey you know if you like team usa now is the time to get them at minus 200 you were getting reinforcements from the nba finals you know booker middleton drew holiday were joining the team also you know it's kind of better to lose those games that technically don't matter too much you know you're not going to get eliminated but you learn from your losses and this was a team that the more they played together, the more they figured out each other and how to play together as a team, the better they got. So really my my whole takeaway here, guys, is you know, if you see a team minus a thousand, they get down to minus two hundred, the value at that point is buying low and taking that team to win the gold. So that's what Team USA did. And anyone who got that that low water mark of minus two hundred feels great today seeing Kevin Durant and the whole team, you know, put uh, red, white, and blue, the flags behind them and a great win there for Team USA. They did it again, won the gold. Great explanation. You know, Josh, I I, I don't think I think I think the other point to really make and, and drive home to the betters is the fact that the book never makes somebody a minus thousand based on perception. That was yeah. based on a calculation, right? So, and then all of a sudden it had to adjust to the market. That's right. You know, and so what the market did was run it. It wasn't the book. The book saw it. It's like when the line flops, you know, when everybody thinks, that, you know, the line opened up at two and a half and all of a sudden it flops down to the other team's favorite. Well, you know, the book just doesn't typically make mistakes like that, especially with pro football and and these other sports that they know people are going to bet heavily on. So when you when you go against it, you're really going against their perceptions and they're rarely wrong. They're rarely wrong. And it, it sounds crazy, but, you know, vibes can also affect the market. And yesterday we were sitting Buffalo hosting Pittsburgh week one, six and a half. And right around that time of the announcement of Josh Allen's contract, Josh, you came on and said that number jumped to seven. 
Yeah, it's a great point by you, Patrick. So, you know, what's funny is this was kind of also around that Hall of Fame game where, you know, uh, the Steelers, they're down 3-0. They kind of bounce back. They're winning, looking good. Uh, and yet on, you know, the back in back of your hand, you see this move here uh, toward Buffalo. So this is the whole point of, you know, betting preseason, betting uh, week ones. You know, a lot of us are fixated on preseason right now. You can play, you can not, whatever you want to do is up to you. But uh, you got to keep an eye on these week one lines, especially around key numbers, because with that Josh Allen extension, you know, it just kind of gets people more juiced about the bills they open six and a half patrick michael they're up to seven so i think the whole point again is is keeping an eye not only games in front of you but ahead of you as well and basically right now around the key number seven three seven the two biggest key numbers in the nfl most common margin of victory you would have wanted buffalo minus six and a half now that it's at seven you know buffalo wins by seven you push if you lay the seven if you're you know early to the party you get the six and a half and you cover so kind of this weighted out game right now but just keep that in mind any of these week one lines if they're around key numbers they could be moving and if you have a good handicap i agree it's hard right now it's still early there's still a lot of unknowns but these key numbers can be huge if it's around a three you want the minus two and a half with a favorite if it's around seven you want the minus six and a half these are the things you want to keep an eye out for all these week one numbers and of course the win- and the big and the big lines, the 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 Rams and the Bears, the you know the the 49ers and the Lions. Those big lines are the lines getting played because there's so much variance in that. You know, like for example, Detroit. I mean, you would think Detroit wouldn't get any money against. I mean, we know that that Pittsburgh's not getting any money, but Detroit's getting some heavy money, and that line is staying at seven and a half. So obviously the the book feels really good about their evaluation of San Francisco. You got to be feel really good about your evaluation of Detroit home crowd coming back into play. Yada yada yada. The Dan Campbell effect. All macho. All the caffeine. That was cleverly put all macho and all the caffeine and you're hundred percent right. San Francisco at Detroit week one. That is painted Josh seven and a half across the board. We'll come back, discuss that. Also, Josh wants to jump into the Ravens and then we've got some baseball on tap as well here on a Saturday edition of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, BetMGM has the Apple Bomb special running right now. Okay, if you're a new better, use the bonus code VSIN100 over at BetMGM. New customers, $100 off a $1 bet if the Cardinals or Royals hit a home run today. Okay, so BetMGM.com or just download the app. Use the bonus code VSIN100. Bet a dollar, win 100. Cards or Royals hit a home run. It's the king of sports books. New customer offer, paid for, and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Josh Applebaum. I thought I'd mix it up coming back here. Josh, would you like to be involved in Michael Lombardi's quarterback tiered list? Yes? I would love to. Two is one, right? MVP Mitch is number two. <laughs> well, well played, my friend. 32 <laughs> is Tua. 31, Jalen Hurts. We now unveil number 30 on Michael Lombardi's quarterback tier, and that is Andy Dalton in the Windy City, Michael. Yeah, I mean, I didn't grade Justin Fields because he's not supposed to be the starter. But obviously, I think I would put Justin Fields above Andy Dalton in this category. I kept him down uh, because I think what you're going to get with Andy Dalton is a game where he'll play good from 120 to the next. I call him a 2020 quarterback. But I don't think he's going to add anything to the offense to really get you over the hump. I think he's a backup quarterback on a team that has really questionable talent in the offensive line. And uh, I think that's why the line, the book was smart. It set the number at seven and a half because I don't see the Bears winning eight games. Interesting. There he is, Andy Dalton at 30. When do you expect to see Fields? You know, there's so much positivity coming out about Fields. Everybody that goes to the camps are, are, are electrifying. I, I'm not sure that this narrative can continue. It's going to be interesting to watch him in the preseason and what he does for the Bears team in the preseason because you, you listen to what people, and I'm not talking about just 
fans, I'm talking about people that actually go watch practice and everybody's really high on Justin Fields. Now we've got to see it in the game, but I'm going to have a hard time thinking that we're going to get into October before we see Justin Fields. Because I think this, Patrick, this offensive line is not very good for the Bears. They're going to struggle. Bears have 28 coaches on their coaching staff. You know Tom Herman's working there? 28? You know, I mean, 28 coaches. <laughs> like, what, what are we doing with 28 coaches? Like, how are we getting anywhere with that? Like, seriously, you, you can't manage 28. All That's way too much. So, for me, I, I think there's so many issues in, in Chicago that have to get resolved that I'm not very comfortable thinking that uh, Matt Nagy can handle all these issues. I really am not. I think it's going to be a real question mark. Positivity coming out of Bears camp about Justin Fields. You know what? When you and I discuss the storylines coming out of training camp, we should throw on sunglasses and a bunch of SPF because it's all sunny. Yeah. Everything's happy. It's Everything's all bright. Great. But I, I haven't heard that Dalton's having a great camp. I haven't heard that. You know, I haven't heard that once. But I'm sure they all are. I'm Big, sure they all are. Big red. Josh Applebaum, we've got baseball. Um, but you wanted to talk about the Ravens here. And we, we have been discussing the Ravens, of course, with Josh Allen signing that extension, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield up next. Win total set at 11 at BetMGM on the Ravens. You wanted to jump into them. Yeah, I kind of want to pick Michael's brain, get his thoughts on the Ravens and possibly a lean on the win total here, guys. So obviously the story kind of with their offseason is Lamar Jackson. He returned to the practice field today uh, for the first time. It's his first full team practice. He was out for 10 days with with uh, these COVID protocols. So a little behind the eight ball here to start. Uh, but Michael, you know, entering the fourth year with Lamar Jackson, these are the uh, the, the win-loss records so far. So they go 11-5 and five last year. They had the 14-2 and two year, the great year, but the early exit against the Titans. Then they were 10-6 and six his rookie year. So they've average 11.7 wins uh, for the first three years of the Lamar Jackson era. This year's win total is 11. Um, you know, depending on where you're looking, guys, this juice can be a little different. I'm seeing some that are over minus 120. I'm seeing some that are uh, like minus 115 under. So this can be a shop around. There's kind of differing perceptions of the Ravens here, Michael. Uh, they are minus 300 to make the playoffs at BetMGM. They're the favorites in the AFC North, plus 115. They're plus 750 to win the AFC. That's third best behind Kansas City and Buffalo. Uh, plus 1400 to win the Super Bowl, Lamar Jackson plus 1400 to win MVP, Harbaugh plus 3000 coach of the year. And by the way, keep an eye on Harbaugh with these preseason games. He's the number one coach ATS when it comes to betting preseason, 33 and 15 ATS, 69%. But Michael, what trips me up with the differing juice here, Baltimore actually has the second hardest schedule of any team in the NFL this year based on their opponents records from last year. Their opponents records last year, 152 and 118. Uh, that's a 563 win percentage. So overall, you know, tougher schedule, Michael, what What's your take here? Is Lamar Jackson, is this going to hurt him missing the early part of practice? And then that week one game, uh, right now the Ravens are minus four and a half on the road. Looks to me like the Raiders could be kind of a buy low spot in that week one game, Michael. Yeah, I do too. I think the Raiders are a really good play at four and a half. I think that line's a little heavy, especially considering that, you know, we're, Lamar has missed so much camp. They'll get him up to speed. But look, I, I would be very concerned if I were a Baltimore Raven fan, if anything happens to Lamar, especially since he may not be vaccinated, that Trace McSorley is your backup quarterback or Tyler Huntley. I mean, that doesn't lend a lot of confidence. But look, this is a good team. I think their offensive line will be improved again this year. You know, they get Villanueva to fill in at right tackle for the departed Orlando Brown. They get Ronnie Stanley back, who was injured all of last year, most of last year. 
with a knee injury, and then they signed Kevin Zeitler from the Giants by way of Cincinnati to play right guard. I think a better offensive line, certainly they can run block. We know this. They average over five yards a carry every time they touch the ball on the ground, and they've got to get good things from Sammy Watkins. He's got to be able to stay healthy, make big plays. Rashard Bateman, they've got to, too. But more importantly, their scheme has to fit what I think Lamar Jackson should be doing, which is being under center a little bit more. Getting him in this, getting him out of the shotgun as often and trying to utilize some of the play-action pass because their run game is so damn good. I think the concern you have, I think they'll be better on defense, there's no doubt, and they're always good on defense, but they're older on defense. I mean, six of their defensive linemen are over the age of 30 years old. They've got to stay healthy on defense. I think it's going to be really critical. Jimmy Smith went down with an injury the other day. They had to cart him off the field. That's one corner. Now they've got Marcus Peters and, and they've got Marlon Humphreys at corner, good players. Tavon Young is the third now. But can they have these corners? They need to be able to stay healthy because they play so much man-to-man and they attack the quarterback with all their blitz stuff. Has Jackson tested positive for COVID twice? I don't know. I mean, it's they, they won't say. It seems that way. I mean, he's had, whether he's had symptoms, remember that three-game losing streak they had during the season last year when, you know, they went into Pittsburgh with the great RG3 who will now be commentating on, on college football for ESPN. Uh you know, so and they couldn't get anything done there. You know, they lose. They lose to New England on there was a shocking game. They lost 23-17. Then they come back. They lose to Tennessee at home. You know, and then they lose on the road to Pittsburgh in a game they didn't have half their team. And then they kind of got it going got back again. And then, unfortunately, they just didn't play well in the postseason. I mean, when you know what happened in the postseason, you know, they were able to beat a, 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 a Tennessee team that beat them the year before. And they, they racked up some points in that. But I think more than anything, what happens in the postseason is they are the best team in all the NFL in first-half point differential. They score early, and they were great. In the, in the playoffs, they have not proven to be that. They went in at halftime and both games tied. Actually, they've been outscored 13 to nothing in the first quarter in the playoffs. So what happens is the way they play in the regular season, when they have to play that way in the postseason, it hasn't translated. And I think that's the big issue. And I think that's been their fallacy. And I think that's the big problem. Baltimore boasts the second most difficult schedule in the NFL behind division rival Pittsburgh. It is a tricky start. Josh, I'll start with you and then get Michael's take. At the Raiders, then turn around, maybe a look-ahead spot there hosting the Chiefs. And as far as continuity with, obviously, Sammy Watkins joining the team, Rashad Bateman, the, the rookie wide receiver from Minnesota. You want to get kind of some of the continuity there with Jackson, who hasn't been practicing a tough start there. What was the number week one at the Raiders, Josh? Yeah. So this thing opened, uh, it was either four or four and a half. Any fours immediately got up minus four up to minus four and a half with Baltimore. So I think Baltimore is going to be kind of that classic, you know, Monday night football primetime spot, you know, as a contrarian better, these are the plays that you want to buy low on in these primetime games. Cause of course the Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, those are the most heavily bet games of the week. Patrick take the most public action primetime games. Everybody's watching them. And right now you're getting almost, you know, eight out of 10 bets here, laying the points here with the Ravens. However, you know, four, four and a half, my next question is does it get back down to four because right now you're kind of you're getting the hook on like a not key number of four but to me guys I think this is a spot really to buy low on the Raiders here you know it seems to me more kind of like a three-point game but a lot of system matches dog primetime dog short uh, primetime dog all would match buying low with the Raiders they're getting the four and a half Michael 
Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, look, you know, the the thing is when you're when you're going with the Ravens and you know they have such a great kicker, even though when you when you go back and watch those playoff games, I mean, J- Justin Tuck, Jason Tucker missed two kicks inside the inside the forty yard line last last playoffs. When does that ever happen, right? He never does that. And, you know, the whole team kind of fell apart. I do think uh, that Baltimore will always start fast because of the way John Harbaugh has set up training camp and the way he emphasizes practicing and playing well. I've been talking to a bunch of teams over the past few days, and it sounds like some teams are going to play their guys a little bit in the preseason. They feel like they've got to get them ready in that two-week bye period after the last game to the first game is a little concerning for them because they, how do you stay sharp? And stay healthy. You don't want to beat yourself up. So I think the Baltimore will play these preseason games serious, and that'll make them ready to play the Raiders. Yeah, Harbaugh takes those preseason games seriously. Josh just nailed it with ATS as far as his record in the preseason in his career there as a head coach with Baltimore. Josh, don't look now. NL East, the Phillies and Mets are tied in the loss column. So completely tied at the top of the board. Let's quickly get a play in Mets at Phillies today on a Saturday. Yeah, it's unbelievable how you know tight this race is becoming in the NL East, one of the best races to track here. But you're right, Patrick. Philly now actually, I think they're a half game up, same in the loss. But uh, you know we've seen these two teams go in opposite direction. Mets three and seven their last ten. Phillies won six straight, uh, and we're seeing some sharp action here to the Phillies. If you want to sweat Philadelphia and ride the hot hand, public doesn't know what to do. This is McGill against uh, Ranger Suarez. Suarez for Philly's been pretty good, five and three, a 1.04 ERA. Dog to favorite. Mets open minus 110. Now it's minus 113. Mets. Sharp move to the Mets, uh, or sharp move to the Phillies here, guys. They've been good at home, good against lefties. I'd be looking at the Philadelphia Phillies here today. Good job, Josh. Applebaum Market Insights, of course, is the podcast. Beeson.com slash podcast. We'll talk to you in the next hour, okay? Looking forward to Thanks, it, guys. Josh. Okay, we went 32, 31, and 30. We've still got five to go with the quarterback list. Michael Lombardi coming up next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's Beeson, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.